the barefoot hunter because the statistics are the best. The barefoot hunter because you don't need food when a bed. Welcome back to the Barefoot Punter. I'm your host as always, The Mug. Our co-host is normally The Pope. The modeler is with us as well. And Statsman has joined us. Uh, Of course, boys, we take inspiration from the Barefoot Investor. But instead of giving you investment advice, we're here to give you a bit of betting advice on the 2023 AFL and NRL season. It's a big welcome back to the program to The Modeler. Oh, it's good to be here. Yeah, no Pope tonight. The uh, what is it? The black smoke's coming out of the chimney. He's not. He's not with us tonight. Um, truth be told, the only reason I turned up tonight as well is to hear uh, hear the drive by from the stats man. So looking forward to that one. <laughs> well, good to have you with us, Modler, and it's great to have the stats man with us. Oh, there won't be any um, drive by there, Modler. Um, I did get a, a message from the Pope. He, he said this podcast isn't big enough for the two of us, and I, I've broken the agreement by turning up two weeks in a row. So the toys are out the cot, and uh, yeah, he's off with the missus's family. I've heard so pretty, uh, pretty loose excuse that one. I would have thought. Yeah, with the uh, with the in laws. Well, uh, Pope, he's got to do the right thing. Uh, he's a he's a he's a man of honor, the Pope. So uh, we wish him well on his dinner expeditions uh, this evening, uh, which is uh, which is very good. Stats man, what is going on in the AFL? We've got all of these tackles going on. We've got Sydney Swans wearing rainbow socks. You can't boo anymore. Um, it's Am I just a boomer out of touch with everything or uh, straighten me up, stats man? Where are we headed? The um, the Twitter activity w- w- would suggest some level of boomer um, <laughs> mug, but uh, no, I am with you. And we talk about, you know, popes with the in-laws tonight. I hope that's going a bit better than the, uh, the marriage between the MRO and the tribunal. Um, they're just... Everything's getting thrown out, which must be denting the the confidence um, of the MRO. But yeah, it's the game is in a state of uh, transit at the moment, so it'd be interesting to see how it all lands in a, in a couple of years. I uh, I I I think when a tackle is just a tackle, and there doesn't appear to be in like I remember, I don't know if you remember this one. I think it was in the preseason when Dermot Burden first went to uh, Sydney Swans, and he stood on Raiden Tallis's head. Um, but before he did that, he tackled Raiden Tellis to the ground ferociously, and uh, and that was just okay. Now, if that happens in today's footy, I accept. Okay, that's a that is a dangerous tackle. You you've you've nearly knocked that guy's head off his shoulders. That was that was that was dangerous. But uh, I don't know. When we see a rundown tackle, he grabs him around the waist, and he. You know, they both end up on the ground. His shoulders hit the ground first, and then maybe his head gives a little bit of a contact on the ground. You know, is that dangerous? Like, I don't know. I don't know if I can have it. Modley, you're a sensible man. Straighten us up. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's a lot of uh, they're kind of setting a precedent, aren't they? The the way they're getting off, and I think that helped Butler with the Saints tonight. I can't remember who they referenced, but they said, well. Uh, whoever it was a couple of weeks ago basically did the same thing. It got him off, so you know, let's let's get Butler off as well. And then, I, I mean, I must admit, I was a bit. People, everyone can say they can see the clear difference between the merit one. I looked at the merit one. I almost thought that was more aggressive and more out of line than what the Butler was. Butler one was, and then they just tossed that one straight out. And I was like, oh, geez, okay, well, 
I'm clearly uh, missing um, what's going on here because I, I I don't really understand the whole situation. Um, but I, I I tune out to a lot of that now. To be honest, it's just noise. I, I wait for the results. It's um there's just so much of it. Like it, it used to be, you know, you get this one or two big incidents a year, and you'd really everyone would be following them. But now there's so many that you just you've got fatigue. Well, I think they're up to about twenty two or twenty three of these tackle suspensions for the year, aren't they? So we're going pretty much two a week. Uh, it's it feels uh, feels a lot to me. I, I think they've got to find a way to uh, to drag it back in, and uh, we better do the same, boys. We better drag it back in and keep moving forward. Uh, Modla, some uh, interesting selections uh, at the New South Wales table um, for the impending round, uh, game two coming up. What's your thoughts? Yes, yeah, certainly the uh, the biggest one uh, was. Our man Moses getting picked over, uh, I guess, the incumbent, uh, Nico Hines, if you like, who wasn't the bench game one and saw minutes towards the end. Uh, Moses would have been a a decent price to get the jumper over Nico. Uh, So that's an interesting one. Um, Cook comes in for Coruscant, which is probably a good result. Like on balance, I have Cook a better player, so it only helps New South Wales. Um, but yeah, that Moses one. I think oh, Freddie's made a rod for his back there. It'll could could be signing his own um, his own uh, pink slip if if good things don't happen next week. Yeah, very good. Well, we'll uh, be sure to get your early lean uh, on where we're headed for uh, for game two, uh, Modler. Um, but of course, we'll bring you all the action, uh, AFL and NRL uh, for the upcoming round. Um, be, be, before we go forwards, we better look backwards, uh, Statsman. How did you go last week? Bit of a uh, mixed bag I had, um, I think. So going from Friday onwards, I will just get my views up here. So had the had the Saints on Friday night, um, which was yeah decent win. It got out to eight or nine, I think, in the end. So decent odds there, head to head. Ten and a half on uh, Betfair, actually, Statsman. I think it's dollar ninety four, uh, ten and a half, which is you know probably only a slightly. I think a dollar ninety five is about your you know your true dollar ninety when you take out your commission. So. I mean, geez, at that price, um, you know, I thought that was a good go. Um, but yeah, sorry, mate. Carry on. Yeah, we we did say if we got to ten, it's a bet. So there you go. Um, Adelaide at the minus one hundred plus. Um, I put up, which which was a pretty easy cheer for a hundred plus. So, <laughs> and that that kind of paid for the the rest of the losses across the weekend, which I had uh, Frio, which got crunched right in the to six and a half, and um, yeah, didn't. I mean, they looked like it in the second half, but the first half they were horrendous. Uh, I had North against the Giants, which was the the opposite. First half looked good and then just dropped off. And the Pies against the Ds, um, which lost narrowly in a in a pretty good game, to be fair. And for yourself, Modler? Yeah, I think overall a decent weekend. I only had uh, a couple of uh, plays of note in the AFL. I liked, uh, let me see, uh, oh, the Hawks, your Hawks, Mark. Uh, against oh, yeah, amazing, Modler. Yeah, I thought there might have been a Saturday night tweet coming out. Uh, I thought you might have been up and about, but not to be. Um, and then the other one was uh, the, on the King's birthday game, the D's I liked. Um, and Oliver dropped out, um, which obviously went against us. But, uh, yeah, uh, one of those rare cases where that happens and, and um, the D's still get up. So we'll take that one. Uh, and then across in the league, uh, not as good. I like the Tigers on the Thursday game. No good against the Titans. I uh, had a half stake on St. George against South, who got up in the end. Uh, the Knights I really liked. Uh, they were up uh, with about 10 to go, but couldn't quite get the chocolates, but at least covered. Uh, and then a couple of 
uh, big losses uh, that I liked. I liked the Roosters against Penrith, no good. And then probably my biggest play of the week was the Sharks against uh, our Storm and uh, definitely no good there. Okay, so uh, maybe a bit of a mixed bag uh, for yourself, Modler. And um, and for myself, I ended up back in the Saints. So it got out to that 10 and a half, as I just mentioned. And um, Statsman and I were actually talking about this off air the other day. Just um, And this is maybe a bit of a tip for the punters. If you haven't got a Betfair account, I, I think it's worth having one, particularly this year. I've really noticed some discrepancy in the corporate bookmakers and the lines and um and I think, you know, depending on what side you want to be on, there's there's some value to be had uh, just by having an account there and just picking off a, a couple of those lines uh, closer to the jump. So uh, there's a little bit of a tip. Um, Port Adelaide, I ended up putting that out on Twitter, uh, Modler, just that I, you know, had a bit more of a think about that. And with those ins, um, I think we've spoken about the potential ins for Port, uh, for, for Port Adelaide every week for the last five weeks, and none of them have come back in. Um, but finally, they they pretty much hit full strength, and uh, I was happy to be with them. Um, uh, we uh, the, From the Sunday email, we were with uh, the Tigers, but that market moves, that's, man, that, that's almost as big as we've seen this year. I think 20 into six and a half, that was a big go, um, and uh, the market knew what they were doing there. And um and similar with uh, Melbourne, so we put that one up on the Sunday night email as well. Um, and I was actually a little bit surprised that, that market moved a little bit late as well. Pretty much got into pick at the jump. Um, some late betting activity, which was uh, interesting. And I can only think, uh, Statsman, that was due to maybe that illness, those illness rumors, perhaps about the pies, because uh, I couldn't really see another reason why that market would. Uh, sharpen up like that towards the end. I, I, was, I was surprised to see that sort of three-point shift really late. Yeah, um, similar similar vibe. It was really, um, yeah, I didn't see it coming. Same with the Richmond move was shocking. Actually, what, what I did, I was texting you about this, but a key takeout for me in that Richmond pre game was how important Sean Darcy is. I was, I was texting you this. But, um, yeah, like Jackson, you know, Nank made him look like a, a first-year rookie and – I, I thought, you know, Jackson had done pretty well when he's pinched it in the ruck um, as a as a second stringer, but he Nank, Nank made him look inept, and yeah, it's a, it's a bit worrying for Freo. Um, how, how long is Darcy out for? Do we have I that think, to hand? I think they're saying, um, I think they've got Essendon maybe after the bye. Does that sound? I think I read that somewhere. Yeah. Um... Is it Essendon? Yeah, they've got Essendon. So they've got th- a game this week against GWS, the bye, and then they have Essendon. So they're looking at him for the Essendon game, uh, I believe. that's That was what I read um, last night. Big, big bye beware on Freo until he's back, I think. Um, everywhere else around the ground, they looked okay, but just got slaughtered in the ruck. Yeah, okay. All right, well, there's a good little uh, bit for the listeners there. Boys, did we see any bad beats? I probably only have a, a half a bad beat, and it's one I'm personally invested in. So the uh, yeah, the Knights against the Broncos, which touched on, they were up by eight with about twelve minutes to go. They would have been handy favourites at that point, um, and uh, ended up losing by four points. Their goal kicker uh, Jackson Hastings has only uh, landed two from four. Um, I think two or three of those were from the sideline, so you could probably give them a, a bit of a pass mark on there, but. Um, you know, better players probably kick those more often than not. So, um, yeah, not a lot going, but I'd say it's half a bad beat. Yep. Okay. All right. Sounds bad enough to me, Modler. Um, <laughs> Statsman, did you see anything? 
Nah, nothing in the AFL comes to mind. The only I don't know what the total went off in the Richmond Prio game, but with the rain that they they had, it pelted down for pretty long periods. It did get pretty high scoring. So even if you took a live under there, um, you'd you'd feel a bit jaded <laughs> with the with the amount of rain that came and seeing the the goals still pile in. Um, but yeah, that that sort of stretch with with not much else standing out to me. I think uh, there might have been one at the MCG, and I think it was probably the the logical play um, to just go Hawks, Brisbane, you know, uh, Hawks have been pretty high scoring at times. Brisbane, generally a high scoring MCG, nice day. Just go overs, overs, overs. Um, depending on what number you took, you went under there. The The jump number, I think, was about 173, I think. And um, and Brisbane were going forward uh, in, into, uh, into their forward line at the death. And um, I don't know, I can't remember who it was, but they basically took a chess mark 30 out directly in front as just before the siren went. So um, so you can consider yourself maybe a little bit stiff there if you backed overs uh, in that one. Um, just uh, just wanted to also say too, Statsman, we're talking up, uh, well, I was talking up um, potential uh, unders plays there last week. I think we had about five out of the eight go under on, on the weekend and particularly those MCG ones. You know, you get those cold nights in Melbourne sometimes, middle of June, you know, games can get a little bit defensive, a little bit slow um, and um, a few of those would have come off if the listeners were that way inclined. Uh, all right, boys. Um, well, that's a bit of uh, looking backwards. Uh, time to look forwards. Before we do, um, Statsman, um, we were just having a bit of a chat offline about, you know, what are some good tips uh, for the punters out there? You know, they they obviously tune in and, and want to hear what we have to say about the upcoming round. And we're, we're typically talking core markets. So, you know, a lot of the other products out there have probably gone the other way now and gone SGMs and fantasy and all that sort of stuff. We're, we're pretty old school here. We're still talking the, uh, the old school stuff. Um, but what do you think some, some tips out there uh, for the punters um, when they're, uh, when they're looking to put down some uh, hard earned? Yeah. Um, it's an interesting point. I guess we've got to fluffy out the, uh, the time with only six AFL games this week. So, uh, I'm a big player punter, um, mainly disposals, but I, I do I have doubled in the goal scorer uh, options. And yeah, I, what I'd say is it's big buyer beware. Um, I like I don't I don't know how many goal scorer bets I've won this year. I still get sucked in, but it's not many. Um, uh, you know, each game you're like, oh, it's inaccurate, oh, it's low scoring, whatever. But these these are all factors that can go against you. But the key part um, that I think makes it pretty risky is that the bookies take a lot of margin out of their goal scorer. Um, you're only offering one side, so you're not offering unders. Uh, so, for example, if you're betting over-under disposals, you get pretty much a dollar ninety each side. If you're betting that over-disposals without the under, you're probably getting a dollar dollar sixty. So you're losing a big chunk of your price, and all the goal scorer markets will be set that way. Um, yeah, so what I'm trying to get at here, and it goes for disposals too, if you're betting into your 20, 25, 30-plus disposals, um, I would be trying to shift that business into over/under. Even if you want to be on the over, I'd be looking at that line where it's a dollar ninety, and I'd be putting that into into my multis instead of the whatever price it is for twenty-five or twenty. It just won't be as good as the over/under ninety-nine percent of the time. Uh, and goal scorers, I'm not saying don't have them, but try to be selective with with who you put in there. Uh, generally, if you're putting in, you know, uh, Jack Rewalt for Richmond to kick two, you're not getting a good price. If you're finding a player who's changed positions or, you know, starting to drift forward, you might get good value. So 
like with everything we do, if you're betting on every short price favorite um, in an AFL multi, you're not going to go very well. If you're picking and choosing the value ones, you might do all right. Um, I just say don't get sucked into you know these locks for goal scorers or disposals. There's no such thing. Injuries are only going to go against you as well. So, yeah, you're fighting a lot of factors. Um so today's uh, tip of the day. Do we have a sponsor for the for the <laughs> top sport? The top, top sport tip of the day. <laughs> yeah, the top sport tip of the week is uh, yeah to just be be careful with your selections for um for SGMs where you're betting into or same game multis where you're betting into only an over uh, offered selection. Yeah, mate, that's that's great, uh, great insight for the punters there. And the, we know the way the market's gone. Most people are betting into those, you know, overs sort of style uh, markets. And I guess the bookies to some degree can sort of just name their price and, you know, take their margin, whatever they want, really, because they know the punters are coming. Um, so, you know, I'm sure the bookies, you know, want to try and be as fair as they possibly can, but um, it's a pretty easy grab for them. And uh, they are making a lot of money from those uh, particular products. Um, I think, Statsman. Yeah, and and like to to be fair to the bookies, having been in that um, position, you're protect you're pricing up, you know, four hundred or whatever it is, maybe it's two hundred um, players per week. You don't know the roles everyone's playing, so there's an element of protecting against risk there. Yep. Um, and and that's because when there's those positional changes, you might be offering five dollars when they should be three. You don't want to be offering forty instead of three. Um, and that's where you just you, you can find an edge, but yeah, generally there's a bit of insurance built in against positional changes. Yeah, okay. And um, Modla, what would you say is a is a tip um, out there uh, for the listeners, a, a, a professional uh, betting uh, tip? Um, it's uh, it's probably a very obvious one, but um, like just shop around for a, for your prices. Really, it's it's um, obviously we're sponsored by Toppy, and and they've they've been great to us, and they're a great bookmaker. But you know, to be Blunt, I guess, they're not always going to have the best price on every possible selection. So whether you're backing your head-to-heads or lines or or player props, as, as Statsman's alluded to, just have a have a look around um, and and you know see see what's out there. Sometimes you can get a, a point or two better on a line, whether whether that is footy or, or NRL, um, which obviously goes in your favour. Um, yeah, and and you know in in the end, you know those those small I guess uh, differences can sort of add up. You know by the end of the season. Um, yeah, that, that's it's it's an, it's an obvious one, but yeah, one worth throwing out there. Yeah, I, I was going to say the same the same thing. Mother, and I had a perfect example on that on the weekend. A mate of mine was sharing uh, the obnoxious one. Was sharing his bet. Um, I don't know. You probably got mates that all do that. Just send their SGMs through to the group text um, before the start of the game, and he sent his through for Brisbane um, versus Hawthorne. and uh, he was on the minus and on the over and on a couple of disposal uh, uh, bets. But his his minus was minus twenty five, and uh, I'm pretty sure that was at sports bet. Tab had minus twenty two and a half. You know, so you're already giving up three points just by you know being with the wrong bookie. Um, and we all know, like, I mean, how many times we got beat by the hook? You know, beaten by the half point, beaten by you know, like happens so often. So just just shop around. The other thing uh, I would say, boys, and I and I do this meticulously, uh, is that. Um, the end of every round, I, I write down every single bet I have, even if it, it even if it is just a fifty dollar uh, SGM that I've just had for a, for a muck around, even if it's uh, 20, 20 bucks, uh, even if I've bet against a mate twenty bucks, I write it down. I write down every single bet I have. Um, I write down who the book, the bookmaker, 
the game, the market, the the amount, the the odds, and do my own little PL at the end of every single week and keep that going throughout the course of the season. And I think, you know, we, we probably all have a lot of mates uh, or people say, oh, yeah, I break about even. Oh, yeah, I, I win a little bit. I lose a little bit. I you know, you add it up, you look at the end of the year and you lost five grand, you know, and, um, and, <laughs> you know, I, I know both you boys probably have known people like that as well. Uh, we, where they sort of think, oh, no, nah, no, nah, it's, I do okay. I, I win a few here. I lose a few there, but I, it probably evens out in the end. Like I, I guarantee it doesn't even out in the end. And uh, I think that's really, really important to just keep track of yourself. And, and if you're, if you're halfway fed income about it and you're trying to improve, um, that's a really good accountability measure just to to make sure that you, you monitor. I, I, I mean, I, I've been doing it since probably 2013, uh, writing down every, and I still do it, write down every single bet I have. I think that's a, that, that's a piece of advice I would give. When you say write down, Mark, are you pen, paper, you know, ledger, or are you, uh, are you a bit more modern than the Pope? Yeah, yeah, just I do. Uh, I do have an Excel spreadsheet stats man that you'd be pleased with that, <laughs> I, uh, that I keep for each season. So uh, there's so actually I don't know if you use this, but there's a really good download um, for the punters out there on OzSportsBetting.com or .com.au. Um, you can download it's like a template, and you can put in your bookmakers, your sports, your bet types, um, all this info about every bet, and it's already got all the formulas and tables set up. You can look at um, performance by sport, bet type, um, time. So. Yeah, if anyone's out there and doesn't have those Excel skills to do it themselves, I mean, I've got some decent Excel skills. I still use it. It's really good. So okay. I didn't know I wasn't even aware of that. I mean, I guess now the, the bookies are sending out the P&Ls, so you can probably keep yourself uh, to a better account there. But uh, I still, I think having that document that you're looking at all the time, you know, it just keeps you a, a bit more accountable to, to where you're at at any point in time anyway. All right, boys. Well, hopefully uh, the punters out there have taken heed of a couple of those simple uh, tips that you can do to improve your betting. Uh, guys, I think it's time to get on and uh, and talk about this round of footy. Are we ready to do it? Most certainly. All right, guys. And, uh, and just before we kick off, we mentioned them a second ago, but Top Sport are our sponsor. Uh, they look after us. They've been in the caper for 30 plus years. A great Australian bookie. Uh, tremendous customer service. I, I think they're one of the fairest out there, Statsman. Um, they see the world through the eyes of the punter. They are punters at heart themselves, and uh, they're a class organization. So if you are, you know, these are, and we would all have accounts with Top Sport. Uh, if, um, you know, Modler just mentioned it before, have a number of different accounts. Toppy is definitely one that you want to have. So uh, so go out there and get yourself a Top Sport account if you haven't done so already. Okay, boys, let's uh, let's get into the caper. So uh, so we're kicking off. And uh, how good is it, boys, when we come out of a Thursday night kickoff to the round, we finish on a Monday and we've got Thursday night footy again. It doesn't feel like it's far away. So, uh, so we're pumped up about that. And it's a great game. I'm looking forward to this one, Statsman. Uh, Port Adelaide here are taking on uh, or hosting Geelong. And uh, and it's a corker. We've got here $1.54 Port Adelaide, uh, $2.44 the Cats, and ten and a half at Toppy, $1.88. So just protecting their, uh, well, we talk about, you know, the the, the best price, protecting their margin a little bit early in the week. Um, but Statsman, how do you see this one? Uh, 
Yeah, well, just I just want to comment to the Thursday night. What, what I'm loving at the moment is the Saturday um, first game at 4:45 or 4:35, yeah. whatever it is. It's it's nice as someone who likes to watch a lot of footy. You got the whole day. You can do things. <laughs> you can get things done, and you don't have to commit to a 1:30 footy match. Completely get, agree, stats man. I, I um I must admit, like um as much as you don't have as many games to bet into it was actually it actually felt like a bit of a weekend off uh ha- having those less games and having that the the fixture spread out a little bit more in the evenings but uh anyway we uh we digress how are <laughs> you seeing it uh i'm seeing it for port adelaide here um very irrepressible form at the moment i know the cats might be getting uh danger and duncan back but they're not getting they're no spring chickens those two and they're not going to come in, and I don't think Danger's going to have the impact he did early in the year. He's not a he's not a six point player um, at this stage, and yeah, the Cats haven't been going great. I know they played well last game before the bye, but um, yeah, I you know Porter, the form team in the comp at home, you know, ten points. It's not much. I'm uh, I'm with the power here. Yeah. Okay. Modler. Yeah, I've got uh, Port slightly above the market here. The model's got them at dollar fifty eight. Um, that is with Danger and Duncan and Holmes in. Uh, if there was a chance, you know, one or, or more than one of those players don't come in, I'd, I could see myself being on port. So uh, probably a watch for teams on Thursday for me. Is with, with the model, uh, modeler, <laughs> well, those two words probably shouldn't be said consecutively, but with the with the model, um, will Dangerfield just have the same rating as he would if he played the week after when he got injured. So does is there any penalty for, for missing six to eight weeks, whatever it's been? Yeah, no, sh- the short answer is, he, yeah, the, the, it doesn't account that he's missed that amount of time. I've got a, a, a whiteboard, if you like, of improvements to make in the off-season, and, and that is definitely one of them, sort of discounting the time, uh, discounting a player's rating, you know, given that he's, he's missed a lot of uh, footy. But, um, yeah, at this stage, it just sort of carries on from his last match. Sweet. That, that gives me a bit more confidence that, uh, <laughs> yeah, might be on port as well. Um, and uh, and boys, I mean, I was at 11 uh, before teams. So I guess with Duncan and uh, Danger coming back in, you know, I know Statsman, you, you think maybe it's not six. I mean, we've spoken about it probably earlier in the year. I, I still think it's a fair bit. You know, I think it's still, still got to be worth something. And then Duncan as well. Um, so if anything, my numbers are telling me that uh, I should be on the cats, but... Can I pull the trigger? Um, probably not. Like the cat's form hasn't been terrific. I am going to be a really interested spectator. I, I part of me hopes the cats can do it. Um, you know, similar to Melbourne winning on the weekend, it'll just breathe so much life uh into the season if the cats can go over there and win uh on Thursday night stage in Port Adelaide. Uh that would be huge if they can pull it off. I'll be cheering for it, but don't know if I can put down the hard earned. Next game, boys, we've got uh, Brisbane up against a uh, pretty hapless Sydney at the moment. Brizzy, $1.21 here off a bad loss. And uh, four twenty, the Swans, 27.5 the line. Modler, you first. Yeah, I originally liked uh, Sydney quite a bit uh, till the pre-production, till the pre-production meeting, and we realised Zorko was back in for the Lions. Um, the luggage falls out uh, for them, though. Um, I've got the Swans at four dollars, so a slight play into the four twenty. Probably, it's it's probably just a half stake for me, and and more so spread on the uh, on the handicap than the head to head. Okay, uh, so uh, Modler with the Swans there, Statsman, can you line up 
Nah, no, no bet for me. Um, very similar. Like I've got a very slight numbers edge to Sydney, but yeah, I'm happy to stay out of that one. I think. And uh, and boys, I'm exactly the same. I I, I want to be with Brizzy if I can, you know, if we can get the market movement, and I think maybe it does move a couple more points. But um, geez, I, I I could only be on Brisbane in Brisbane against a team like Sydney at the moment, who are really, really, really battling. So. Um, You'd think Lions on the bounce should uh, look to make a bit of short work uh, for a bit of a live kill at uh, at home against the Swans. Uh, next one, boys. Uh, GWS are hosting Frio. It's a big trip for Frio across the country. Uh, what are we here? We must be at the pick, are we, boys? Because I can only see uh, I can only see a dollar eighty eight either side. So no head to head betting there. Well, there is head to head betting. It's dollar eighty eight, but um. Stats man, what do you see? Yeah, I'm going to be with the Giants here. Um, the the Sean Darcy is the reason. He like I, I I knew he was having a great year and is important, but I thought Jackson would be able to fill that void better than he did. Um, I wouldn't. I don't think I can put it down to a bad week. Like the way he got manhandled in the ruck was, uh, yeah, it wasn't something that that suggested it was a bad day. It was suggesting he's probably not up to that that role and. Whether they do something a bit different there, I, I don't know. But um, yeah, if, probably waiting till teams. But if if you know there's no one else, I don't know if they've got any other backup ruckman on the list. But yeah, if there's no other solution and Jackson's doing it, I will be on the Giants. Yeah, very good, Modler. Yeah, no real player movement that I can see here. I think Ash comes out for Frio and Walls is likely to come back in. Uh, I've got uh, the Giants slightly shorter than the market at a dollar eighty-two. So again. Uh, similar to the last game, probably enough for a half stake for me on the Giants. On the Giants, yeah. And uh, boys, we're lining up here. I've got a six-point um, favoritism to uh, the Giants here. And uh, and Statsman, you know, I think, um, you know, I'm a bit with you. You know, a Darcy-less uh, Frio, um, they don't quite look as uh, strong out there. And uh, is it Big Briggsy? Big uh, Big Briggsy yeah. going to be waiting for Jackson. He'll just about snap him in two. I think uh, Big Briggsy. So uh, so not a good, maybe not a good matchup again for uh, for Jackson, the big strong man. So, um, so and yeah. uh, Toby, sorry, my to- Toby in the guts uh, in the second half against North was unstoppable. That needs to keep happening. It's it's one of those things. Him and Isaac Heaney are two players who I thought they were sort of doing their time up forward and would move into the guts and win Brownlows and. I know both of them are, are gun forwards, but you know, there's, there's, and we saw it against North that get them around the ball and things happen. And uh, yeah, you'd like to see him try that again with Toby this week. Um, I think their forward line's pretty solid. Um, so uh, you know, their midfield at the moment's a little bit shallow. So hoping to see him in there again uh, after his display, but we'll see. MCG Richmond Tigers on Saturday night, the standalone Saturday night game, which we also enjoy. Dollar um, sixty nine here. The Tigers taking on the Saints two twelve. A uh, little bit of movement there. That's just drifted out to five and a half now. Um, so perhaps a bit of money for the Tigers, um, despite the Marlin Pickett uh, situation. Um, I'll go first, boys. I, I'm, I'm right on it, but I think you guys might be keen for some for, for some betting. Uh, Modler. Uh, yeah, so Pickett and Mansell both miss for various uh, disciplinary reasons, I guess. Uh, <laughs> you could say that. Yeah. Uh, still liking the Tigers, though. I've got them uh, $1.55, so that's enough for a uh, a full unit for me into that $1.69 at Toppy at the moment. Yeah, okay, nice. Statsman, do you line up? 
I don't line up. You know, numbers say Saints, but I'm not. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not confident either way. I'm Richmond at the moment. Um, I haven't been seeing him well, so I will stay clear of that one. Um, yeah, no bet for me. Tigers have been putting together not a bad month of footy. Like they ran Port pretty close. Now they've gone over there, beaten Frio. Um, they were they had a, who'd they beat the week before. I had the Essendon one point oh, loss. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. beat yeah. Long before that. There might have been another game in there, but. Yeah, been, been thereabouts. Okay, um, uh, Saturday, uh, Sunday. Actually, we flick over to the Sunday. Carlton uh, hosting uh, the Suns back at the MCG. So we're back to back at the MCG. A dollar seventy four here. The Blues. Uh, the Suns two oh four, and um, we've got an unbalanced line here at three and a half dollar eighty eighty three. The blue side. So Toppy are pretty much saying that number is going to go up a little bit more uh, from what I can see. Um, Statsman, how do you see it? I say it with top sport, I think. Um, it's difficult to be on the Blues at the moment. We know that, you know, they're not they're not putting it together. They did try some things against the the Bombers, and I thought you could see it starting to to gel. They had their uh, their bonding session at um, Ed Kerno's house in Torquay during the week last week. Maybe the fruits will start to, to come. But I, I don't know. You sort of reach breaking point sometimes with, with these situations where teams keep losing. They've got some talent. They've got some you know, match winners in the guts, like eventually you draw a line in the sand and enough is enough. Now it might just be for one game. Um, Gold Coast, you know, I hate to say, but they're, they're the prime opposition for something like that. They have been a bit better this year, a bit more, you know, uh, turning up in these kind of games, but I still think on the road at the MCG, Carlton, you know, backs really against the wall now. Uh, and on numbers, I've got it um, six and a half. But with all those factors, I, I want to be on the Blues anyway. So, yeah, I'll be uh, having a full state, Carlton. Yeah, okay. Um, Modler? Uh, yeah, likewise. So I've got um, Hewitt and uh, uh, there's someone else coming back in. Um Pitnets. Um, but uh, yeah, with those ins, I've got um, uh, like in the Blues, I've got them dollar forty-seven, seven to that dollar seventy-four. Likewise, that's a full stake for me. Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes me a bit nervous, boys. I'm out here on my own because um, my lean here is to the Suns, and um, and I think that I think that market, as Top Sport are indicating, there might keep ticking out. So. No rush uh, for us Gold Coast betters. Uh, I'm just going to keep the powder dry. Uh, their stats, man. I, I think Gold Coast. Uh, it, it's interesting. Is how much is that Darwin home ground worth? You know they've beaten uh, Western Bulldogs, Adelaide, who decent. You know probably just in that next tier down from the top liners. Uh, but not too long ago they ran Melbourne really close. Um, I don't know. I, I think the Gold Coast form um, stacks up. The Carlton form doesn't stack up, and. Uh, and I think I'm going to get about six points uh, on offer here. And um, I think when that happens, I'm, I'm going to have to be with the coasters. Sorry, boys. Silence. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, we'll have to agree to disagree there, Mug. <laughs> yep. Um, and uh, last game, uh, the shortened round, of course, North Melbourne uh, hosting uh, the Western Bulldogs. Um, Geez, you think we come up with a better time slot than this? For, uh, what is it? Four forty uh, on the Sunday afternoon uh, at Marvel. Um, Four sixty, big price. The Kangaroos, um, and they've been a bit better. And we got a dollar eighteen at the doggies and uh, thirty and a half. Statsman, make some sense of this. I've got uh, there's, there's three of us on the potty, and I've got three words for you, Mug. Kanga, Kanga, Kanga. <laughs> roo, roo, roo. <laughs> 
Uh, we're not going to break out into that, are we? But um, no, yeah, we're keen on North last week and the first half was good and then they dropped off. Doggies last two or three weeks haven't been particularly good. I know they were, they were okay against Port, um, but they still lost by four goals in the end. And I don't know, North North are turning up now. They're competing. Um, they're looking pretty strong and, and some big ins potentially with LDU and Simpkin. Even without those ins, I'm probably pulling the trigger, but with the potential of those guys coming in and you know if they, they do, that line moves. So I'll probably have a bet early. Um and yeah, potentially top up if they do come in, um, depending on the line move. But yeah, definitely we'll be on some head to head and uh, and some plus for North here. Yeah, cool. Uh, yourself, Mudler? Yeah, going to line up again here. Um, so I've got uh, yeah, LDUs and Ken and Greenwood all in for the Kangas, and the model's got them at three seventy. So uh, decent edge into that four sixty. Um, as as always, uh, more invested on the uh, on the line than the head to head here. But um, yeah, definitely. Definitely happy to be on North this week. And guys, I, I, did, I did a decent lean uh, to North Melbourne myself, and I was actually uh, wondering if I'd got that market wrong. Um, but then you boys also informing me that uh, Simpkin, LDU, and Green will come back. So, you know, I, I have to be with uh, with the majority here. I'll, I will be on North Melbourne, and uh, we'll be having uh, probably a decent go at that line and um, maybe even just a little bit of head-to-head as well. Um, and maybe even a little little bit of 15, 15 plus or something like that as well, just a little margin play uh, as well. Stats, man, I think it's uh, I think it's worth a go. Yeah, it's they're they're right for a uh, for a sort of upset win, aren't they? North, like they've just been chipping away, chipping around the edges. Like this could be the game. So I'm with you there. I'll probably play a little bit of a small margin as well. Okay. Uh, all right, boys. So there's, uh, I think we had three uh, lineups with the three of us there. So um, so take note of that if you would like to, uh, listeners. Maybe one game uh, to a total just caught my eye a little bit, Statsman. I think Toppy are sitting around about, yeah, it's a bit juiced, that line. But um, but that total in the Greater West, in the GWS Frio game, uh, I feel like that might be a little bit light on. So uh, I'll be playing into that over myself, 168 and a half. Uh, I think it's not a bad number for these two teams. Uh, GWS have been pretty high scoring all year and Frio have sort of changed uh, their operandi a little bit. And um, and I think, Dave, that might have been on, uh, man, that might have been on display uh, on, on the weekend where we saw um, Frio and Richmond score pretty heavily, even in the wet. That's a good shout. Um, yeah. And what what would you play your um your MCG and maybe Adelaide Oval type unders mid season angle or or not this week? Um, those numbers like MCG, uh, we already had 158 for Richmond Saints, so that already feels pretty low. So, um, and uh, and then we had and then Carlton uh, Gold Coast was 160 as well. So I sort of feel like that's um. You know, I, I don't know when those numbers get down to one sixty, one fifties. I feel like that's sort of, you know, that's right on it. So probably not stats man on on those ones. Um, and I, that they were the ones I looked at. To be fair, I probably haven't gone into the other ones yet enough uh, to uh, to check out those ones. But um, but yeah. Um, all right, let's flip over and uh, and talk some NRL uh, with the mod that we don't have Pope set. I don't think do we boys? Unless we've got a a late message in. Uh, from the Pope, no, he's just got the spring rolls and uh, and he's got the dessert on the way as well. So, no, we don't have uh, Pope's uh, numbers there. Um, 
Modler, Friday night. So we're missing the Thursday night uh, for the uh, State of Origin preps. Uh, we've got the Cowboys up against the Penrith uh, Penrith Panthers. Uh, 2.30, the Cowboys. $1.62, the Panthers. And three and a half, the line. What have we got? Uh, yeah, so straight off on this one, I'm going to like uh, the Cowboys here. I've actually got them slight faves, $1.85. Uh, so into that uh, 2.40-ish at Toppy, that's a big uh, bet for me. I will make the caveat, and it sort of holds for all the games this round where especially this first game, like a lot of uh, players are missing on origin duty. So the guys that are coming in for them are seeing limited minutes, whether that's off the bench or coming up from one of the, you know, one of the state league teams or what have you. So there's only sort of so much visibility the model has on these players. Um, but having said that, yeah, it's, it's still player-based. Um, it, it, it can pick up, uh, you know, form where it can see it. So uh, probably not as confident as I, as I would usually be, but um, yeah, still happy to, to, to play, play the edges of it this week. Yeah, nice. Okay, mate. Thank you for that one. That's a good start for us. A nice edge. Um, we flip over onto the Saturday, three o'clock. It's the Modlers Nights, your nights, Modler. A dollar fifty-two taking on the Roosters, the stinky Roosters, two fifty-five, a five and a half the line. Uh, Modler, what do you have here? Yeah, it would have been a while since the uh since the Knights were favored against the Roosters, but yeah. that's okay. Um so the Roosters miss uh Teddy, obviously, to origin. Uh the Knights miss Frizzell and then uh Mark. It's Marju, they miss he uh, he missed the team bus uh, from the game in Brisbane, so they've they've stood him down for disciplinary reasons, which is uh, which is an interesting one. So he scored a hat trick, I think, two weeks ago against Manly, so that's that's a bit of a big out there. But uh, that's that's rugby league players for you. Um, all said and done, I'm liking the Knights here. I've got them a dollar forty, so into the dollar fifty five. Uh, that is a play for me. Yeah. Okay. All right, Modler. There's another one for us. Um, Next game is uh, is Parramatta hosting uh, the Seagulls and uh, Parra here, um, big favourite and um, dollar fifty five four and a half uh, versus the Seagulls who had an almighty win on the weekend uh, two forty five. Um, I can only presume that that's largely on the back of uh, Turbo and DCE not playing Modler that we've got that such a big shift in the market. Um, what do you see? Yeah, that's right. So uh, yeah. DC and Turbo out for Manly, and then obviously Moses and Paulo out for Para. So both uh, both halfbacks for Sad Origin uh, missing from these teams respectively. Um, liking uh, the Eels here, I've got them a dollar thirty-seven. So into that dollar fifty-seven at Toppy, uh, that is a big edge for me. So yeah, definitely happy to play that one as well. And uh, Modler, who um, who comes in and takes the half position for Para in uh, the absence of Moses now? Uh, good question. It's uh, all right. It's Dijon uh, Assi, or yeah, I think that's how you pronounce his name. But um, yeah, not uh, not too sure on his. Uh, Have we seen much of him before, or is like is <laughs> he personally not first grade before, or yeah, personally not. Pope Pope would probably know uh, know better than me about his uh, his uh, comings and goings, but uh, yeah. Yeah, couldn't couldn't give you much insight myself. Well, as long as the computer knows, mother, that's uh, that's all we worry about. Um, so we're with uh, Para there. So uh, so so far we've got North Queensland, we've got the Knights, we've got Para. Um, the Saturday evening game, Modla, is the Wests uh, taking on the Storm. Two eighty five at home here. The Wests at dollar forty two. The Storm seven and a half. Modla, where do we play? Yeah, not surprisingly, the model's going to stick with the Tigers. It's been with them on and off. Well, yeah, been with them more or less most weeks uh, for the last couple of months. It's it's liking them at the price here. 
at tier 40. Um, yeah, both teams are missing a few players. Obviously, Storm miss a few to Origin. I think um, Coruscant, obviously, after the Tigers and, and Luke Brooks and a couple of others. But, um, yeah, the 240, uh, liking the Tigers into the 285 at Toppy. Yeah, okay. So we're with the Wests there. And um, and then the last game of the round, Modler, we've got the Sharks and they're hosting the Dogs. And it's $1.25, the Sharks, $4, the Dogs, and 12 and a half points the line. Uh, can we find another bet to finish us off? Not quite. I've got a slight edge on the Sharks. I've got them at $1.24. They obviously don't lose Nico. He, he sticks around for the weekend and plays. Um, but, yeah, that $1.24 and at $1.27, not quite enough for a play for me. Okay. So, uh, so Modler, do you just – we'll quickly just uh, recap the bets then. I know I sort of semi-did it a little second ago, but uh, let's just go on through them one more time to recap them for the listeners. Who are we with? Uh, so we're with uh, North Queensland on the Thursday uh, Knights Paramount. Oh, sorry, Friday, not Thursday, Friday, and then Knights, Eels, and Tigers on the Saturday, and not quite on the Sharks on the Sunday, but um, all home teams as it turns out. So, an easy one to remember. And uh, boys, let's just go back and uh, and recap uh, for the listeners in the AFL, uh, Statsman and Modler. I think you boys are both with. Um, the home team, Port Adelaide, is that right? Yep. Um, we didn't have any, or Modler, did you have a, a slight lean to Swans in the end? I've probably got a half stake on the Swans. I've got them at $4, so just a, just a half stake. Yeah. Yeah. If we could get, I'll, I'll be watching that market. If that market can move for us a little bit, uh, I'll be with uh, Brizzy, but not at the current betting. Um, boys, the GWS Frio game, I think we're all in agreement there on GWS. So there's a there's a three-way lineup Um for, for the listeners at home, I mentioned the over in that game as well. So um, so have a look at that. Um, you boys are both pretty keen, uh, or Modler, Modler's keen on the Tigers here. I think you lean that way a little bit, Setsman, or not quite? No, no I was leaning Saints, but leaning I won't Saints. be betting. Yeah. So Modler's out on his own there on the Tigers. Um, then we came to Carlton and the Suns, and uh, I think you two boys are, are both with the Blues, quite keen on those, and, um, and I'm looking to be with the Suns. But then in the last game, if I'm not mistaken, we've got another three-way lineup. Uh, so we've got uh, all Kanga, of us. Kanga, Kanga, Kanga. <laughs> so we're feeling uh, we're feeling pretty good uh, about the Kangas there. So probably um, uh, the Kang, the, yeah, the Giants and uh, and the Kangas have a three-way lineup, listeners. So make of that uh, what you will. Um, Modler, we've gone through a fair bit tonight. We've covered before, oh, sorry, before been... I've got a late one, Mug, that's just come back to mind. Uh, an outright for the rising star that I back today. Uh, I reckon Sheasel and Ashcroft are not at the level that the market is pricing them. I don't, I don't have them. You know, they're, they're taking up ninety percent of the book or thereabouts, and I don't think it's that certain. And the one for me that's standing out, you know, in the rising star market. Uh, is Jai Amos from Fremantle. Um, he's averaging over two goals a game, which has him kicking 45 to 50 um, if he can stay on the park. And and that's a big number of goals for a key forward in, in a rising star year. There's no obvious, you know, Nick Dacos, Sam Walsh, like the two guys, Ashcroft and Sheasel, they're going well, but they're not, they're not tearing games open like we've seen in the past few years. So... Um, at top sport, I'm seeing $14. I think you can get a bit bigger there for, for Jai Amos. So 
Uh, that's one for me, a bit of a spec where, um, yeah, if he can keep kicking goals and, and looking as good as he has, uh, he might start to get the traction. And yeah, I just, I, I don't know if you agree, Mug, but those top two boys, they're not, they're not getting the, the plaudits and the accolades that we've seen um, from recent short prices. Yeah, I actually, I, I actually, funnily enough, I had a bit of a look at it earlier just to see where, because this uh, Owens is getting a fair bit of uh, talk. I just wanted to see where he sat in the market. I think they wheeled him into about sixes. Is that? Yeah. Um, so, look, the other boy that's uh, pretty impressive is uh, Humphrey from from Gold Coast, but is he in the spotlight enough? Does he get enough noise? Um, I, I'm I'm not so sure. Um, it's not a market I play into, Statsman. I, I, I do take an interest in it, but it's... Um, I've never really, uh, really bet into that one, I must say. So not really one that I, I uh, pay big attention to. Um, thank you for that, Statsman, uh, just to round us out. Um, Modler, as I was saying, we've covered a fair bit of territory uh, there tonight, uh, which has been good. Uh, hopefully the listeners have taken something out of it and uh, hopefully we have put up some bets uh, for the weekend that uh, the punters can also get stuck into. Uh, but Modler, can you do the honours? Can you sign us off? Certainly gamble responsibly, but more importantly, gamble to win.